Welcome back, Tackle fans. And movie nerds. To, to Let's, Let's Talk, talk about, about It. Where we talk about tacos. And talk about movies. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, you won't notice that we've switched roles. <laughs> <laughs> and we're both in for kind of a treat today. I mean, we're always in for a treat with the tacos. But for once, we're watching a movie that... I haven't seen, and that Brooke has. This will be the only time this happens, so mark it down in the record book. On this episode, we are watching... But wait, we may have a problem. Oh no. Because... How do we do this? The first rule is we can't talk about it. Alright, on to the tacos then. (laughs) (laughs) I told you that's what I'm here for. So if you haven't figured out, what movie are we watching today, Brooke? Bye Club! Um, so Fight Club was released in October of 1999, um, the 15th or the 17th of October, depending on where you look. Um, it had a budget of $63 million. I put the M's and the B's down this time. Um, so 63M, um, in 1999, that seems like a lot of money to me. Um, uh, yeah. In 99, probably. Opening weekend, domestically, it grossed $11 million. So it was a huge flop um, at the time. And then even through the run of it, um, worldwide so far, it's grossed $101 million. Domestically, it's only grossed $37 million. So that's not even the budget. And when I say domestically, that was the U.S. and Canada. So that was crazy. Um, So... I know you haven't seen it, but you probably know the people in it, and and I know when I read off the director and the writers, you're going to know the names, because you know everything. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, I can tell you who's in it. Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I know who the writer and director are, though. You'll know the name when I tell you. Well, yeah, Um, probably. So, the stars are Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, even I knew that, and also listed on top three is Meatloaf. Oh, all I, right. I didn't know that. I know Helena Bottom Carter's in it. I don't know who that is. Uh, Bellatrix Lestrange? No? Oh, yeah. wait. Is that, um, what's his face's wife? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the Queen of Hearts. Um, yeah, and then the, uh, Tom Horton. No, the, <laughs> my head just went to Horton. Here's a who. <laughs> Tim Burton. Tim Burton. But I love it. Thanks. Tom, I think Tom Horton is a <laughs> grocery store in Canada, but okay. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, okay. Um, so the d- director is David Fincher. Okay. Do you know who he is? Um, yeah, but I don't think I can pick any movies out of my head off my off the top of my brain. Okay. Um, but yes, he's a pretty well-known director. And then the writers, um, so this is based off a novel. Okay. Um, Chuck Palahniuk. Yep, no, no. Wrote the novel. And the screenplay was written by Jim Oles. Sure, Jim. U-H-L-S. Nope. Okay, well, um, you know, you know the director is the director, so that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, any, you, you, you know about the movie. Yes. So you already know, like, the twist. The yes, spoiler. I already know the twist. Okay. Not going to spoil it at the beginning of the movie, though, but yes, I know about the twist. But it's already been spoiled for you. Yeah, I mean, it's 
a movie from 1999. If it hasn't, I don't know what kind of tunnel I've lived in. Don't judge. Some people <laughs> live in tunnels, and it's fine. You feed them tacos, they come out of the tunnel. They might, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I have seen it. And um, because I saw it and I found out the twist, like, it was a long time ago. I didn't put it together right away until I saw it. So it was always one of those I wanted to go back and watch again. Okay. Since knowing the twist, and I haven't yet, so. Just see if you can catch, like, all the little, like, tells. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that, that part will be exciting for me. And it's a good movie. I really enjoyed it. So I hope that you do, too. I mean, I probably will. I like Edward Norton. I used to like hate... Brad Pitt, and I went through a phase where I didn't like Brad Pitt. That's why I didn't see this movie. But now you don't hate him anymore. No, I really, I mean, yeah, he's he's grown back on me. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to tell you what it's rated. You're going to guess afterwards. What's, oh, like what the rating yeah. is? Okay, because I was like, it's R, right? Oh, it is R, yeah. <laughs> that brings up a great point. It's rated R. Um, it's two hours and 19 minutes long. Okay. Um, yeah, so. Oh, well, IMDb scores it? They do, yeah. Okay. Users score it. They have 1.9 million ratings. Ooh, all right. And so they've averaged it. And you want me to guess that at the end? Yeah, yeah. I want you to okay. rate it, and and because See how you close know it's I a, come. Yeah, and you know it's a cult favorite. So after yeah. you rate it, I want you to guess what they rated it. Okay. So, um, anyways, is is there anything you would like to talk about while we've you, all gathered here? Yes. Since I'm not talking about the movies, I will be talking about our food that I have chosen today. From uh, Taqueria, oh, and I know I jack that up every time, white lady. <laughs> Taqueria Corona. Uh, they're Got located... that one right. <laughs> I mean, between beer and this virus that shut us down, I hope I get Corona right. <laughs> it's located at 2020, 22, 22. That's a lot of twos. I was, I, we said 2020, I was like... Corona I know. No. It's like, do we want to eat these? No, we're done with 2020. But it's not <laughs> it's at 2022. It's 2222 South Havana Street in Aurora. Um, so we got a little few extras other than tacos. So for tacos, I have an, uh, my my baseline taco, the El Pastor, carne asada. And then I got a chorizo with potatoes because I thought that sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke got a chicken, her baseline taco, Shocker. an asada, and a pork. Mm-hmm. You always get, that's, that's always your baseline. Every once in a while, but you didn't see fish, you said. I did not see fish, and I did see some, um, I don't know, to me they seem more exotic, but I didn't get it. They had the, the tripe, and they had the tongue, and they had... I was going to um, do tongue, but then the chorizo with potatoes kind of intrigued me. Yeah, the potatoes looked interesting to me, but I'm not big on chorizo. And sometimes they have yeah some other tacos I've seen that interest me. But these were, like, if you're not in, I, I bet you, like, you probably should have done, like, the tongue. Like, because it's got all of those right. types, like, those are probably big. We got, we got the white people tacos. Like, your basic, <laughs> right. your basic bitch tacos. Right. Um, did get a shrimp ceviche tostada. And a marinated pork gordita, and you got a chicken gordita. I did, and, and rice and beans. Yes, and you got beans. I got beans. Yes. So, um, I was, I don't know, feeling kind of hungry. I should have gotten some extras, but we'll right. see how this holds me over. Again, when you see the pictures, like I don't feel we got enough food for the two of us, but I mean, who knows? Whatever. That gordita is kind of beefy, even though it's yeah, pork and chicken. And we did. 
<laughs> we did get um, two salsas. One is a red and one is a green. So, you know, we'll do our little... I got my knife. knife. Yeah, I got my knife out to do the taste test with just my knifey. Okay, tell me what you think. Are you trying, you're trying to hide? It's hot, huh? You're hiding your face. Everything's hot to you. It tasted... Mm, uh, yeah, everything's hot to me. So you don't like it? Mm-mm. I don't want to taste it now. No, I want you to taste it first, and then I'll tell you what I thought it tasted like. I, we did the red first. <laughs> did that taste like hot tomato soup? Because <laughs> that's... A... It tastes like... <laughs> It tastes like when you eat tomato soup and then And then burp. it burns your mouth? No, it tastes like when you eat tomato soup and then you burp it back up, <laughs> but like the spice comes back with it. I don't, I'm not I a did. fan. It was, that was spicy tomato soup. That is not salsa. I mean, <laughs> the spice is about right, but the, no, no. I don't like the flavor. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. That's pretty good. It covers up the gross tomato soup spice. My mouth is still on fire for both that of them. That was the green one. Oh, yeah. Is the... too hot for you? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I'll just take that away You can take the green. Oh, you don't want this hot tomato soup? No, thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass yeah, on I'm that. Good. And it's so bright. Like, I it's... know. I know. I was like, oh, it's going to be a mild salsa. It just looks kind of like a blended up pico de gallo. It looks like sweet and sour to me. And it's tomato soup. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. Um, we are not. So. I'm all about that green. We are going to eat some tacos. Thank God. Watch some Fight Club and figure out how we're going to. Talk about talk it. Talk about it. <laughs> so we'll be back. All right. We're back. I'm a little tired. I think. <laughs> it's been a long day. It is. It's getting late. What a. <clears throat> so what did you, what did you talk us first? But... Ta we can do tacos first. It's fine. Okay. Um, uh, I'm good. We we can do tacos first and with the movie we always do, so. That's true. Um, keep it, keep so, it right. So what did you think of the tacos? Um, okay. So they were good. I liked, I liked my tostada really good, but it was a lot of stuff on a little little... And it fell apart right away. Oh my god! I like <laughs> cracked like a taco, like because it had so much stuff on it. I think like the way it like crumbled. It reminded me of like if somebody were gonna shove cake in their mouth. Yeah, it was, <laughs> but it was good. Like the shrimp on it were big and plump. They looked good. Tasty onion is really good. Um, my gordita was good. I liked mine. I think I need I need a little more like. I got a little, well, I got sour cream, so that helped it, but. I put a lot of lime on mine. Maybe like some, oh, I didn't put lime on mine, so maybe that was my problem. Yeah, you did. On my gordita? I swear you did. Where I it put, was open? I don't think I did. I put sour cream. Oh. I put it on my taco and my tostadas. The sour cream? No. The lime. The lime. <laughs> the <Okay>. lime. <laughs> Which. And then what I have... Oh, the, the potato taco was good. Like, I was expecting, like, I guess, country potatoes. Yeah, that's what I But they I were, like, too. little tiny strips of potatoes, like... Were they, like, soft or fried or... They were soft and fried, so... Like, sliced, sauteed? Yeah. 
So, but they were the size of like sliced onions. Yeah. Like they were little strips. strings. So that was. Did that one that make you feel like you good. should have eggs in it? Like it should be a breakfast taco? No. No, not with like the cilantro and the onion. Like, I think you could make it a breakfast taco, but it held up as a. It didn't taste breakfasty. So. I think I liked my gordita better than my tacos. Yeah, my pastor was nothing to. I've had better pastor. Mine were, mine were fine for the most part. Like I was, I was okay with them. And then I started getting gristly. And then I saved the chicken for last, and I felt pretty tender. And I was like, good. It, but then it, it um, kind of tasted off. Like they were kind of dry to me. Mine were except for my chicken, but my chicken kind of tasted like when you leave leftovers in the fridge for too long. Oh. So I didn't finish that. The gordita was good. I would eat the gordita again. Yeah. Overall, I'd say I'd give this place like a seven. I'd give the tacos a five and the gordita a seven. Okay. And the green sauce an eight. That was pretty good. Yeah, I did put a little bit of the green sauce on my tacos just to give them some flavor because I knew they were going to be dry without any kind of sauce. I'm really mad at myself that I made salsa verde at home. <laughs> and it's sitting at home. And I know it's good. And we say every time we should bring it. Right. Ugh. Yeah. But like, mm, yeah, not having salsa to put on it, that killed it. The bean, I liked, I really liked the beans. I didn't. Because they were really garlicky. I didn't taste that. Mine tasted like that um, tomato soup salsa. Like just kind of mm. boring. Yuck. Yeah. The rice yeah. was okay. Mine were garlicky. Your rice are kind of plain. Plain rice is better than bad rice. That's true. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a fan of rice. <laughs> we know. I, I think for the price, it was it was okay. Like if somebody were going to order, I would probably join in. Yeah. I definitely would go there again. What was So what was this place, this place called? Taqueria. Taqueria Corona. Again, off 2222 South Havana. If anybody wants to check it out. Um, they obviously had, they had a real big menu other than tacos. They did. But I liked it because it's hard to find places where we can get, like, restaurants where we can get tacos a la carte. And, you know, we're door dashing, so tacos sometimes become limited. They do. Because there was this one place that looked really good, but you had to get, like, four or five tacos. Like, they didn't have them a la carte. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's not well, fun. Sometimes that could be okay. Like, you could get two of one, I could get two of one, and we could do that a couple times. Yeah. There's some mornings I drive by a food cart, food truck on the way to work, and I think it's one that we liked. I think it was the. The Arapas? No. Oh. It was a taqueria something. Huh. There was another taqueria that we liked. There's a place down by my house, and it is popping every night. It's a taco truck. And it's in the, the like Hollywood, Hollywood Holiday Inn Express parking lot. <laughs> it's got like flashing little lights and stuff, and I'm just mm. like, one of these days I'm gonna try this <laughs> taco truck. We could do the next one here, place, and go to the taco truck. Oh, all right, that sounds good. We oh. have good luck from taco trucks. Yeah, we really do. Yeah, I think taco trucks know what they're doing. 
queso. Well, we didn't get queso, but. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> the movie. What did you think? Okay, so I like the movie. Like I said, um, knowing the secret. And for some reason, I know I've seen the end because I've seen him shoot himself in the face. Just right to the spoiler, then. <laughs> right. I know I've seen that part where he shoots himself in the face. But for some reason, in my mind, I thought he shot Helena Barham Carter. Who? The lady. Oh. <laughs> was her name Moira? What was her name? Marla. Marla. Okay. Marla. Yeah. Tim Burton's wife. For some reason, I thought he shot her, but... I remember I've seen that scene. Yes, and so that that's our big question now is when that happened, did Tyler die? Yes. Did that other guy even have a name? No, and even in the credits it said narrator. Okay. So he had no name. So he he, he probably died. It's probably Tyler that's there now. That took over? Yeah. I still think maybe I don't know. I almost felt she was also a fragment. She might have been. I don't know. But then how did they kidnap her? Or was he imagining that too? I. It, that's so hard because like. That's what, that's what I'm getting at is. Knowing the secret and watching it like. How's this going down? Like when they were in the car driving. And he's like playing chicken and shit. Like there's two people that sit in the backseat. Like, well, I think you you're arguing it, like, with yourself. Like, what? But they obviously know that he's insane. Like, when they go to cut off his balls and he's like, I'm not Tyler. Right. You said you would say that, sir. Well, then I am Tyler. I'm giving you a direct order. Right. You said you would say that, too. Like, they know. Like, that's the whole hype about this guy is this guy's crazy. He's mental. He sleeps one hour a night. But I think you called him and you said, like, nobody's at the wheel. So I think they just... Like, we're so blinded by their devotion. Yeah, because they kept showing the wheel close up, but I don't think anybody had a hold of the wheel. I don't think so either. And I think for the first timers watching it, they think that, you know, Tyler's just trying to be that much of a badass, not holding on to it. But yeah. the truth is, like, this guy's, like, crazy. Yeah. And I'm weird when I watch movies the first time. Like, so if I enjoy a movie, I'll go back and watch watch it the second time to enjoy it but the first time I'm like trying to take it all in like the scenery and the lighting and like trying to see like how it all like plays into the story like this movie was really dark it was really dark but it was really good like we were so into it yeah but I mean I think that's the point of it is it need to be that shady lighting because I mean, this is like a shadow of yourself it is. And, like, it's, there's things that you, you don't understand, you know? Right. And I still want to know if that blip that I saw. Oh, yeah, because it was, like, the um, one of the first scenes of Marla. Yeah. Down the alley, and it looked like it flashed red like it was Tyler's coat. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? I was trying to look for some clues, um, some of the people that knew we were doing this were, were starting to tell me clues, and so they said... Uh, one of them was when when Edward Norton is on the payphone at the beginning when he calls um, Tyler. Um, you can see, I, th I thought they said that like when it rings, I thought they said something about the caller ID, but I think it was that 
like the phone itself is is not on the cord. Like it's not a working pay phone. So he's you know obviously talking to right. himself. And I guess there's a few more of those in here. I didn't notice it. Um, it, it definitely has the feel of like. It made me think of, like, American Psycho. Have you ever seen that one? No, but I think it's in the bucket. With Christian Bale. Because he also... A little wacky. And, uh... And The Sixth Sense. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. The Sixth Sense, for sure. Because you have that big twist at the end. See, I was really mad that people spoiled the twist. Still watched it. Like, I watched it in a movie theater. The funniest shit about that is, now that working in a movie theater, I understand, like, I thought it was just the filmography, but their bulb was going out, so the light was, like, dancing. <laughs> and, like, it's kind of a spooky movie, so I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool effect. Oh, no. It was the bulb going out? It was out? just the bulb going out. Oh, no. Shitty. <laughs> but in that movie where it's kind of suspenseful and dark and stuff, like... It plays to it. Yeah, it worked. And I was like, wait, that's what happened? But then I go back and watch it, and, um, like, you think of all the things, like, Bruce Willis never touches, like, a door handle. Like, there's weird things that you go back and look for. Yeah. This was one of those movies, Fight Club, that I always wanted to go back and watch again after knowing. To and catch so, all the I'm nuances. I'm glad that I got to watch it again after knowing. And and really, like, I was a teenager when I saw this. I don't think I've seen this since then. Right. Um, like, was he really Tyler Darden? And Edward Norton was his... His imaginary? Yeah. Well, all the apartments and jobs are in the narrator's name. Are they or are they in the name of Tyler Darden? Well, Tyler, remember they got in the argument and Tyler's like, it's all in your name. This right. is your name. This is your name. So maybe there are two. But he obviously thinks that he has a different name. I don't know. But that's, right. that's the whole thing. Because like the flight record. Like, that's just like, how did you get all those flight tickets in that name? Right, like, do you need an ID. Yeah. Because they don't play around with that. Right. Well, maybe in 99... You could just fly willy-nilly. I know. <laughs> and what was it? Orange juice and what makes napalm? Gasoline like, and thanks. equal parts. I was like, is this is this for real? Like, thanks but for that. The other thing, I, so two, two different personalities and two different mindsets, knowledge sets, everything. Like Tyler was super smart, right? Yeah. yeah. So I found myself at multiple times during this movie being so jealous, like... Damn, I wish I could, like, go to bed at night and wake up with a physics degree. You know, like, wouldn't that be cool? Like, don't you feel like you're wasting, like, so many hours of your life? Like, right. Well, when we figured out in the beginning he was talking about he wasn't sleeping. Uh-huh. And... When he thought he was sleeping, he was making soap. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I wonder how long that had been going on. And I think, I feel, like, we started going to those groups and that lady put him in meditation. Uh-huh. Like, that... Triggered? Woke. Woke Tyler up to where he could see him. Yeah. Because up until then, it was two different lives. Yeah. Well, and you called it right off the bat when you said, like, at the very beginning when Tyler, Tyler, you know, quote, air quotes, yeah. blew up his apartment. Do you think you would have got that if you didn't know the twist watching it for the first time? Well, first I wasn't even sure if it was his apartment. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, if I didn't know the twist, I don't think I... I don't think I put it together at the beginning either. I, I think it was, sad. like, a total mindfuck the first time I saw it. And, like, after you know, you're... I might have started sense. putting it together once the detective started calling him to ask him about arson. 
But otherwise, I'd have been like, oh, damn, you're you're having a sh- you're you're having a shitty life, basically. Right. <laughs> How much does that suck for Marla having <laughs> to go through all that? Sucks. Like, yeah. Well, she was a little off, anyway. So, but all of her characters are. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen her play fucking normal. No. I can't she, picture anything she's normal. Crazy as shit. So what would you what would you rate this movie? Mm, I'd probably give it an eight. I need to go back and watch it again. Oh, <laughs> so mad they fucked up Jared Leto's face. Which one's that? The one he beat the fuck out of. The blonde? Oh. His oh. face is all blonde. That's Jared Leto? That's Jared Leto. Damn. I was like, don't touch the face. <laughs> Brad Pitt looks so different in this movie. Edward Norton looks just younger, but not. Edward Norton was pretty cut, though. Goddamn. He was. Yeah, Brad Pitt just looks like Brad Pitt. He just got, he aged beautifully. He really did. <laughs> like, because when I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was like, God damn, Brad Pitt. Like, what are you doing? I feel like he's looked exactly the same for so long. Yeah. So do you want to know what IMDb rates it? So I rated an 8. What did they? They rate it 8.8. Oh, okay. So. And I, I think that's about what I would rate it. Um, before we get into some of the, like, taglines and trivia, like, can I just say, like, talk about being your own worst enemy. Yeah. Like, you could have made this movie just on that alone. Like. Hell yeah. From teaming up with yourself, to fighting yourself, to killing yourself. I wish I could have seen some more clips. Like the flashbacks where he's. Where he's beating himself up. Like, that. Like, how come people weren't like, dude, are you all right? Like, nobody questioned <laughs> that shit. They were just like, he's kicking his ass. I did love when he fucking threw himself downstairs. Like, yeah. The, like, nobody's going to be like, hey, guy, can I help you out here? So, one of these, like, trivia things says that there was an alternate version. Um, the UK theatrical release of the film, um, the BBFC. So, it's probably like our MPAA. Okay, removed a total of four seconds from two scenes in the scene where Lou beats up Tyler. Uh, an overhead shot as Tyler receives a punch to the face is missing, and in the scene where the narrator, yeah, that's all they call him is the narrator, yeah. beats up Jared Leto, the third punch in the first load of hits as well as several hits to the face become bloody during the last load of his hits was removed. So I almost wondered if... Can't get that bloody in the UK? Yeah, they argued that cuts were made because of excessively sustained violence and an indulgence in the excitement of beating up a defenseless man's face into a pulp. But I kind of wondered, like, I wish they would have done, like you said, more scenes. Like, if they would yeah. do an alternate version with that in it. Right. That would have been cool. Um... In 2007, the UK... Waived all the cuts and the film was released with the four deleted seconds. Okay. They got a little more lax on it. Yeah. And like looking at some of the, I had looked it up before, but some of the world trivia was just crazy. Like the, Wait, there's world trivia? Well, 
looking at the trivia from all the places it's been around the world, like, oh. there's so many rabbit holes to go down here. Like, worldwide, it made more money than it did here domestically. I mean, that seems... That seems about right. That's why coronavirus killed us so long is we had to wait for the rest of the world to wake up. That That's true. <laughs> but, like, even trying to Google some of this trivia, like, I found... All I could find was, like, groups and message boards and, like... Oh. Like, it almost looked like cults now. And I was like, what are you... What are you doing, world? <laughs> like, should have just stuck to IMDb. Right. Um... There's just pages and pages. Look at all this trivia. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't even know <laughs> where to start. Um, so the author of the novel first came up with this idea for the book after being beaten up on a camping trip. Okay. Uh, when he returned to work after camping, he was fascinated to find that nobody would mention or acknowledge his injuries. <laughs> Um, instead of saying such complex things as, how was your weekend? Like, he concluded that the reason people reacted this way was because if they asked him what happened, a degree of personal interaction would be necessary, and his workmates simply didn't care enough to connect with him on a personal level. Wow. So I, I guess you can see that he relates to the character pretty well. Yeah. Um, after the copyright warning, uh, this is for the DVD, which we, we streamed it on Amazon, so. Yeah. I didn't notice this, but after the copyright warning, there's another warning on the DVD. This warning is from Tyler Durden and is only there for a second. So it's like one of the clips he insert nice. as a projectionist. And it says, if you are reading this, then this warning is for you. Every word you read of this is useless. Fine print is another second of your life. Don't you have other things to do? Is your life so empty that you honestly can't think of a better way to spend these moments? Or are you so <laughs> impressed with authority that you give respect and credence to all who claim it? Nice. And it, it just, like, this clip from Tyler goes on and on and on and on. But like, it's only there for a second? It's there for a second. Do you think everything wow. you're supposed to think? Um, buy what you're told you should. Get out of your apartment. Meet a member of the opposite sex. Stop the excessive shopping and masturbation. Quit your job. Start a fight. Prove you're alive. If you don't claim your humanity, you will become a statistic. You have been warned, Tyler. Talk about a subliminal message there. I know. Like, how many more are in there? <laughs> um, oh, Brad Pitt says he didn't want his movie, his parents to see the movie. Um, but he could not convince them to not watch it. They changed their mind after watching the commercial, the chemical burn scene. So they were like, no. Nope. Oh, yeah, that was pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you're doing that to yourself. Uh, I know. Yeah, it's so weird to go back and... Yeah. Like, he's really got to be... Oh, man. Yeah, um, and then, like, getting all those people to follow you is almost cult-like. Like, he had people everywhere. Yeah, they looked at him like he was a messiah. Yeah. That's crazy. And, like, to not remember doing that and all these people are, like... Yeah, like, uh, you're in a restaurant, your coffee's free. You're, like, you know... Your right, don't eat the clam like... chowder. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Did you see Marla? She's, like, why is everything free? I'll have all this shit. Right. <laughs> Give it all to me. That's my kind of girl, like... Yeah, she's, like, oh, it's free? Whoa. So, you remember, um, in the scene where Brad Pitt and Edward Norton are drunk and hitting golf balls? Yes. Okay, so in that scene, they really are drunk. 
and the golf balls are sailing <laughs> directly into the side of the catering truck. Oh, shit. So that ping bong, like, <gasps> that's what you hear. <laughs> and they just left it in the movie? Yeah. Nice. Um. Holy shit. Uh, this says, when Tyler catches the narrator listening at the door as he's having sex with Marla, he's wearing a rubber glove. Um. Yes. Brad Pitt was wearing one. Yes. So, I was like, well, that's weird, but okay. Yeah, I, I just figured his character was so weird, whatever. Like, didn't even think about it. Okay. But side note, did you see, like, at the end, when the narrator is talking to Marla, like, did we have sex? And she's telling him how, like, he's crazy, but the sex is good. He's right. like, oh, yeah? Hey, like, kind of, like, pops his own collar, you know? Right. Like, look at me. Um, but anyway, so the, the rubber glove, that was Brad Pitt's idea. And... <laughs> Um, caused a great deal of controversy with president of production at Fox 2000 Pictures, Laura Ziskin, whoever. She was horrified when she saw the scene and demanded that it be removed. Obviously Um, it didn't get removed. However, at a subsequent subsequent test screening, the appearance of the glove got the biggest laugh in the whole movie, prompting her to change her mind. Ah. Was it? (laughs) I didn't think it was funny, but I definitely thought it was like, what the fuck? fuck is going on here? Why did it cause such a controversy? Is it because that's how he was wearing the glove? Like, wrong glove? Right. I don't know. Um. Yeah, why would that be such a big deal? Brad Pitt and Helen Bonham Carter spent three days recording orgasmic sounds for their unseen (laughs) sex scenes. I mean, that did go on a lot. I know. And I was like, what? What? Like, is he out of body? Like, I just get wondering, like... I know. It was so weird. Because <laughs> he could hear it. Um, some of these are just bonkers. So, yeah, some of these are bonkers. Like, they're... Do you remember, like, the pillow talk scene where Marla is heard saying, like, um... I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. Yes. So the line that had to get cut, they replaced this Because that was a weird-ass line. line. <laughs> well, the one that got cut said, I want to have your abortion. Wow. This whole movie is so twisted. Like, I think it was toned. I almost want to read the book now. Like, how yeah. crazy how is that? How weird is the book? Yeah. And how sick and twisted is this guy, really? Um... Yeah, there was, there was just so much, so much going on. When the Fight Club member sprays the priest with the hose, you remember the homework oh, scene? Yeah. <laughs> the, the camera shakes briefly. This happens because the cameraman couldn't keep himself from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was just like, he sprayed a priest like, Remember the priest ran at him? Yeah. And he was supposed to lose that assignment too. How long did it take that priest to beat him up? Right. <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> During the shooting of the film, Helena... Am I saying that right? Bonham Carter? Helena? Helena. Helena. Um, insisted the makeup artist apply all of her eye makeup with her left hand because Carter felt that Marla was not the type of person who would be particularly skilled at or concerned with correctly applied makeup. Oh, oh yeah. I can see that. She totally felt like a hooker almost. like. But doesn't she but kind like of maybe in like most a, of her roles? Maybe like a reformed hooker? 
Yeah, like, she almost seemed crazy at the beginning, and then she obviously ended up being more sane than... Right. Right, yeah, like, why is she at a prostate cancer meeting? Right, <laughs> at all of them. <laughs> Remember, and then she's like, I have more right to be here than you do. I don't, I never, I don't even, I don't actually have balls. Right. You got a good point. And Meatloaf with his boobs. Oh my god, those boobs were hilarious. What? His boobs? Oh, the man boobs. Oh the bitch my tits. god, bitch tits, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's where that started, but I say bitch tits all the time. Are those real? Like, are those actually his, or is that for the show? That had to be for that. No, he doesn't have boobs like that. I was like, I don't think so, but... I mean, those are pretty saggy boobs. They look kind of real, but good job in the makeup department. Um, so the reason, this leads into that actually, did you notice that one of the rules during Fight Club is that you had to remove your shirt? Yes, and he didn't have to take his off. I assumed it because he had boobs. Um, well, yes, but they were manufactured. This is because oh. Meatloaf's fat suit had to be covered during those scenes. Okay. I just figured they kind of let Bob go because he had boobs and they didn't want to embarrass him type thing. Right. Like, they kind of had some weird respect for Bob. Yeah. Well, Matt did too, remember? For Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Norton and Pitt took boxing lessons. Um, boxing, taekwondo, grappling. They also studied UFC programming. Um, this says false. Um, prior to filming, and... Wait, it says false? Yeah, I don't know why. Okay. Maybe not UFC programming. Oh. Um, but prior to principal photography, Pitt visited the dentist to have a cap on his chipped tooth removed. Okay. So he took it off for the movie. God damn. That's that's dedication. I'm like shocked. But like, I mean, I guess he's got money to do shit like that, so That's true. Or maybe they paid him for it. Oh, maybe he just, he looked like he had a lot of fun in this movie. Like Yeah. His clothes were exceptionally weird and wild. Some of the shit he wore. I did notice, though, that when they did, like, that smiley face, mm-hmm. everybody had, like, the green paint on them, like, on their hands and their clothes. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I still have some paint on my fingers, actually, from painting. <laughs> Did not burn a building down now. That chip sticks around. Um, um, in the scene where the narrator is sitting on the toilet with his pants down while reading Ikea, he's actually completely nude from the waist down. He talks about it on a DVD commentary to which uh, Fincher says, Really? Norton then says, Did you notice I never had to go to the bathroom that day? He was just being like all day long. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, in the dinner scene where the narrator asked Marla for 15 seconds to explain, I, I guess we need to turn the volume up next time. A bell is clearly heard after 15 seconds. Oh. Huh. I wonder if like food's up, like it's a ding, dinner bell or something, like ding. I guess so. Hmm. Um, remember how you were asking about orange juice and gasoline? Yeah. Okay, so... That can't be true. 
well, this is Tyler Durden was originally going to recite a workable recipe for homemade explosives, right? as he does in the novel. But in the interest of public safety, the filmmakers decided to substitute <laughs> fictional recipes for the real ones. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not teaching us all how to make napalm out here. No, but if you want the recipe, get the book. <laughs> um, so the only reason Brad Pitt agreed to make this one is because Fincher arrived on his doorstep during the making of Meet Joe Black, insisting that they go for a beer... Over that beer, he pitched Fight Club to Brad Pitt. Okay. Me and Joe Black was one of those boring-ass Brad Pitt movies I didn't ever want to see. I don't remember it. I just know every it was him in a tuxedo and it looked boring. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like a boring romance movie. That I was not into. Was it a romance movie? I don't know. I honestly don't know. This just goes on and on and on. I know. Good Lord. And they're big trivias. They are. Courtney Love and Winona Ryder were both initially considered for the role of Marla. Why me? In the end, it came down to... I mean, if you didn't want acting to be part of it, used up hooker, Courtney Love would probably be... Well, so it looks like the runner-up was Reese Witherspoon. Wow. But the director wanted Carter. Um, the director wanted Carter, but the studio wanted a bigger name. And the studio wanted Witherspoon. In the end, the decision was taken out of their hands when Witherspoon turned down the role as being too dark. I think she was perfect for this. Yeah. I can't imagine Reese Witherspoon in that role. That's weird. That's... It's not Bubbly L. Woods. <laughs> um, There's a lot of trivia in there. During the shooting of the sex scene, Brad Pitt and Hel Hel Helena um, posed in 10 different positions from the Kama Sutra. Well, I mean, that was kind of blurry, but okay. Um... Are we supposed to get that out of that, like, twist around her there? I don't know, but now so you know. Now I know. Uh... Brad, so, uh, of the... Oh, damn. The... <laughs> oh, damn. Rip off. <laughs> um, the $63 million that the they budgeted for uh -huh. the film... Um, so Brad Pitt was paid $17.5 million for his part. Jesus. Um, Edward Norton got 2.5. Well, at that time, Brad Pitt was a bigger name. I know, but still. And I, mm, Edward Norton doesn't have a big catalog of, of stuff. He's very picky and choosy. I guess I'm just shocked because, like... I know who he is. <laughs> so I feel like he should be bigger than that. Yeah. Agreed. You got anything else good in the little uh, trivia timeline? I don't know. Pick one. We'll read it. 
I looked up. Just like do this one. Oh, that's long. <laughs> I know. I was trying to find one that's that long. Um, oh, it says the long-haired gentleman who pushes past the narrator on the bus fights Tyler in the next fight scene. So we're probably like, yeah, dude. Um, I tried to look up the top ten movies of that week. Yes, but I'm afraid if I swap it on my phone. That's okay. I think I could find it. It's Box Office Mojo. If you just Google the top ten. Well, here's spoilers. Uh-oh. Um. Oh, here's your little, here's your spoilers for the end. So when Tyler and the narrator hit the car, the first car with the baseball bat, uh, Tyler hits first, but the alarm is only triggered after the narrator hits it. Oh. When the airport valet lends Tyler and the narrator the car while addressing Mr. Durden, he's looking at the narrator. Right. Um, you just said the, the, the guy on the bus says, excuse me, as he pushes past the narrator. Yep. Um, at the airport, the narrator says, could you wake up as a different person? And the camera briefly follows Tyler. So those, that's more like hinting. Right. And then here's like a whole list of hints at the plot, plot twist. Oh my God. Um, it's a crazy ass long list. The shot of the narrator shooting himself was originally to have been shot practically using synchronized high-speed photosonic cameras, a dummy constructed by makeup artists, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's, that's not a cheat. <laughs> that's not a cheat. <laughs> Starbucks pulled their name from the coffee shop destruction scene. Okay. Um, they didn't mind the director placing their product throughout the film, but did not want their name to be destroyed in the scene. Therefore, the gold globe crashes into a shop named Grafico Coffee. <laughs> yeah, because they had to destroy a, a coffee chain. Yeah, and Starbucks is like, yeah, you can put our stuff in there. Wait, oh, hold wait. on. You can't destroy our stuff. Right. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Never mind. Starbucks, don't you know people don't care? Yeah, okay, so it's Box Office Mojo. Um, just Google Top 10 for October 15th, 1999. And then we'll, then we'll dig into our Scoob Cup to see what our next one is. Oh, I tried to throw one out. It's over there by you. Um, but hopefully it won't take... As long next time. The summertime hit. We're back at work. Yeah, this seemed like a great Vacation idea. Vacation time. We were working 20 <laughs> hours a week. Right. <laughs> so now we got to figure out how to hit it in and still live our lives. I think it's, when I saw his Fight Club was the first one. So it was number one that, that week. But October's not a big, like... No, like, you have a couple horror movies then, usually. Yeah. And you have horror movies in February, too. How weird is that? Yeah. Okay, we're going to Box Office Mojo. Okay. My internet took a crap. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm afraid if I switch... Like, it'll stop recording, so... No internet connection. Hold on, I'll get it. One second. <laughs> One second. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna get it. 
Alright. I'm, I'm gonna mix up this cube cup. Oh, damn. I threw, did I throw another one out? Okay, no, there's just one over there. Uh, October 15th. Oh. 1999. 1999. It's really trying. Are you on the Wi-Fi? Um, no. <laughs> it's not helping. Mine struggles unless I'm on the Wi-Fi. Scooby Cup. It says I'm on the Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh my god, phone. It's been a difficult podcast. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, what? Like the blue bar went all the way across and then it was like, psych. Psych. We're usually much more prepared, but again, life. It's like COVID stopped and crazy started. It really did. Like I told you, like I had so many plans for today. Like I was going to do all this beforehand. And then like by the end of the day, like I'm glad we watched the movie. I loved the movie. Yeah. But, like, I really like those tacos held me over. <laughs> it didn't seem like we got a lot of tacos, but it was satisfying. I could have used a few more. Or I could have used my, like, chicken one being better. Like, yeah. I think if I had been able I to finish that, it would have been okay. eaten another one of those ceviche tostadas. See, look, it says I have full bars. But you're on 5G. I know. Oh. <laughs> okay. Technical difficulties aside. Yeah, Susan, we save the day. Top 10 now. We do, and I don't know any of these. Oh, hey. I know that one. Um, okay, so Fight Club was number one. Right. Um, number two that week was... Uh, Double Jeopardy. Never heard of it, but it came out that same week, I guess, because I think these are weeks out. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, and that... No, so that one's been out a week. It was oh, number one the week okay. before. Um, number three was The Story of Us. Nope. Came out the same week. Number three was Three Kings. Okay, I know that one. Um, I think... That it... one's, uh, Ice Cube, Bark Wahlberg... Somebody else, and they're in. I was gonna say Saudi Arabia. No, um, where do we have a war in? Iraq. With Saddam Hussein. I, I, Iraq. Oh, Afghanistan. Oh yes. No, you're no, right. Iraq. Iraq. Okay. <laughs> they're in Iraq, and they find his Saddam Hussein's like house, and they're stealing gold from it. Is it like a comedy or a drama or a little comedy drama? Oh. Yeah. I just hear like Christmas carols. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Three, three kings. It's definitely not that. Uh, number four was American Beauty. You, you don't know that one? I, I think I confused it with American Psycho. That one's that weird one with Kevin Spacey where I just remember the dude videotaping the bag, like, because everything is beautiful, like the plastic bag, photo oh, and shit. Yeah. And he's in love with his daughter's friend that's a cheerleader and shit. I think I have seen that. He's like whacking it in the. Fucking... Yeah, the bags, the plastic bag floating down the streets at like the very big. He's a psycho. Yeah, I think that's he is like a freaking psycho, and that's why I confuse it with American Psycho. Yeah, yeah, he's a weirdo. Uh, number six is Random Hearts. It's random. Don't know that uh, one. Number seven, Superstar. 
<laughs> I do know that okay. one. <laughs> is, Mary Catherine Gallagher. Is that where that came from? Superstar. Okay, so, okay. That's exactly okay. what that movie is. Okay. <laughs> uh, number eight in its sixth week is Sixth Sense. Okay. Right. Um, number nine is Blue Streak. That's a Martin Lawrence movie. But I'm not sure. I, not sure the plot. There's several Martin Lawrence movies. <laughs> number 10 is The Omega Code. Nope. Okay. Number 11, is this Britney Spears? What? Probably not. Drive Me Crazy? Okay, so no, it's not Britney. <laughs> but right, that's where my head... That's the, crazy. No, but that's what the song is for. Oh. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually kind of like that stupid movie. It's Melissa Joan Hart and um, the dude from Entourage, the main guy. I don't watch that. Oh. oh. My mom does. I don't watch that. Yeah. I don't... Okay, so I know most of the movies that we've watched have been pre-2000. Yeah. Um, these seem a lot newer than all of those. Like, have we really been watching that old of movies or... Yeah. Okay. We were deep in the early 80s. Look at some of these grosses, like... I know. Oh, $11 million opening week. That is October, imagine? though. That's true. And me, I love me some movies and don't know half of those. I still can't wrap my head around the fact that Fight Club was such a flop. And, like, it's gained a following, but... And then it came out in October? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were hoping for some Oscar. Oh, that Oscar was... Oscar buzz. They got a ton of nominations. That was on IMDb. Yeah? Um. Yeah, like... I wish I could... I should have kept it up. <laughs> He said, by the way. <laughs> I give up. I wish I had that. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I've been playing with the scoop cup. I threw one on the floor, so that one's obviously out of the running, unless you want to grab it. Where is it? It's on the table leg. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's see. I thought I saw... Oh, that's a question mark. I think I've seen that one. What is it? Armageddon. Oh. Why is it in here? I don't know. That's like one of my favorite movies. I mean, we could put it back. I think I saw that in theaters. I love that movie. Okay. Well, there's Quote a lot of... that movie for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. No Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. What do we get? Star Wars, episode four, The Rise of Skywalker. Wait, what? You... Okay... I gotta pull one veto. The Rise of Skywalker? That's like the last movie. There's no way we're watching Star Wars with the last movie. Aren't there six in that? There are nine. There's nine? Yes. I thought there were six in the old ones. Episode one, two, three, four, five, and six. And then seven, eight, and nine. The last really? three. This is the last one to be made. Oh, I just assumed that was a V. I thought that was episode four. <laughs> no way. I gotta veto that. Like My whole life I thought there was six episodes. No way are we... That's not... I'm not even... No. <laughs> not like... You're like, what's happening? What? No, I can't explain that to you. That's not fair. How about Crocodile Dundee? Okay. Should we keep drawing? <laughs> we should keep drawing. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch that again. I thought you a long time. I did, um, but I don't know what I did. Alice in Wonderland. 
okay. <laughs> I mean, we can watch it's that one. Martin, right? I know what I. We just watched his wife. Uh, let's keep going. <laughs> Man, we're breaking our rules. <laughs> we are. But you know what? You watch Miss Impossible. I watch Fight Club. I think we deserve one we can is it, enjoy. Is this the one we don't talk about? Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. We watched an Indiana Jones. Let's, okay. okay. Let's, uh, so Star Wars Episode Seven. God damn! <laughs> you really want to watch this shit backwards? <laughs> Holy shit! What we do with everything else? Mission Impossible, <sighs> Aliens. How about Indiana Jones sure. and the Lost Ark? <laughs> Can you put a small one in here? Let me out. Let me choose. Con Air. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Have you not seen Con Air? No. Sweet. <laughs> I am down for, okay, because we've done some serious. This is Nicolas Cage at his finest worst. Oh, God. Yep. We can live tweet this one okay. beautifully. Okay. He has a terrible yeah. accent. You will probably know quite a lot of the prisoners on the plane. <laughs> the movie itself is ridiculous, but entertaining. Wasn't he in Snakes on a Plane too? That's Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. This one is convicts on the plane, <laughs> not snakes. Okay, well, that only took us. Uh, that was our seventh draw. Okay, I mean. Can I throw these away? No, we'll get to them someday. Let's put this in a later pile. Uh, yeah, we're going to sort these out. We do. I thought you put new ones in there that were better. I did. You see how many are in here? This is like. A ridiculous amount. What would I have picked? The Hobbit, Battle of Five Armies. I think that's the first one, at least in the story, so it might not. But it might be. You could have picked one of these. I could have, because you already put them out. Put them back in the box. Alright, so Connor is our next one. Yes, and more tacos. I will prepare. Green sauce. We're starting to slow down a little bit, so hopefully in like a couple weeks we can do this again instead of. I don't know. Business three is slowing months. down with the crazies picking up. So the three months from now? Hopefully. Yeah. We'll be back for you. Yes. With a new movie and more tacos and green sauce. Yes. I'll make green sauce just in case. Woohoo. It's so tasty. All right, Scoob, Conair, Tacos. Party next time. Bye. Bye.